Welcome to a new episode of New Work in Intellectual History. My name is Selma Sondan and I am a master's student of intellectual history at the University of St. Andrews. With me today is Dr. Leandro Losada, who is an independent researcher for the National Scientific and Technical Research Council. Leandro works as associate professor at the School of Politics and Government at the National University of San Martin in Argentina. Recently, Leandro also undertook research as Wallace Fellow at ITATI, the Harvard University Center for Italian Renaissance Studies in Florence in Italy. Leandro works in the field of Atlantic and connected history. He is particularly interested in the history of elites and of political thought in Spanish America, with much of his research focusing on Machiavelli in America. Today, I will be talking to Leandro about the circulation and uses of Machiavelli in Spanish America during the 19th and 20th centuries. Welcome, Leandro, and thank you for being here today. Thank you, Selma, for uh, your invitation. It's a pleasure uh, for me to talk with you about my work. Thank you. So first of all, I was wondering, where does your interest in Machiavelli stem from? Why research Machiavelli in Spanish America specifically? Well, uh, there is uh, two main reasons uh, for, for that. Uh, the first one is that we know uh, really, uh, we have little information about how Machiavelli was read in the Spanish speaking Atlantic world, at least in comparison with what we know about the reception and circulation of Machiavelli's works in the English speaking Atlantic world. So uh, the lack of uh, studies, uh, uh, the, the, the fact that the historiography uh, doesn't, the, the, doesn't seem to uh, have a, an interest until now in how Machiavelli was read and circulated in the Spanish speaking Atlantic world in the political thought is one of the, uh, of the principal reasons for my interest in, in this topic. And the second one, uh, obviously, uh, is related with Machiavelli himself. No? Uh, I mean, uh, Machiavelli uh, in the genealogy of the Western political thought uh, has uh, some peculiarities uh, that makes, uh, makes him uh, an important and unavoidable author. For example, um, the problematization between morals and politics, uh, his studies about power and the Republic, uh, and obviously the tradition about uh, the reception of his works. You know, I mean that the Machiavellism as a tradition that disdained the legacy, the Machiavelli's legacy, because uh, it's related with authoritarianism, tyranny, and so on. And uh, the opposite tradition that uh, uh, sees in him uh, an author of freedom of the republic and even the democracy. So this uh, contrast between how Machiavelli was read historically is another important reason for my interest in, in, in him and in the circulation of his works in the, in, uh, in the Spanish-speaking uh, world, Argentina, first of all. Yeah, um, it's good that you say that because uh you kind of combine these two interests by publishing a book in 2019 with Katz Editores in Buenos Aires entitled mm -hmm. Machiavelli en la Argentina, so Machiavelli in Argentina, Uses and mm -hmm. Readings 1830 to 1940. Um, to start off, us, uh, 
to start us off, um, could you briefly outline what this book is about? Yes, of course. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, the book, uh, I mean, the, the book takes uh, the, 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 the readings about Machiavelli between 1830 and 1840 uh, as an object in itself. I mean, I reconstruct there how Machiavelli was read uh, all along a century uh, between liberal and anti-liberal uh, authors in the Argentine political thought. Uh, so uh, the, the first task, uh, the, the first objective of the book is to reconstruct this, uh, uh, this reception uh, of Machiavelli's works uh, in all uh, the, the field of political thought in Argentina, but uh, taking into account the Machiavelli's readings, the other, uh, the, the, the other objective of the book is to reconstruct a comparative history of liberal and anti-liberal political thought in Argentina uh, along a century. So uh, the book is not only a reconstruction of Machiavelli's readings, but uh, above, uh, above that is uh, an essay, an attempt to uh, reconstruct the history of liberal and anti-liberal uh, anti political thought in Argentina between 1830 and 1940. Uh, and the reason for that is that in Argentine historiography, there is no, uh, uh, we don't have uh, important antecedents in this kind of uh, research. I mean, uh, I, I say this regarding, first of all, how Machiavelli was read in Argentina, and the second one, a comparative history in liberal and anti-liberal political thought. Uh, so the book is structured in three chapters. Uh, the first one is about the readings in 19th century, and the, and the second and the third, uh, and the third one is about how Machiavelli was read between 1920s and 1940s in the age of the crisis of liberalism. Uh, and in, in those two chapters, one is uh, uh, about anti-liberal political thinkers, and uh, the other one is about liberal political thinkers, uh, most of them academics, uh, especially professors in law and, and history. That, that's, uh, these are the, the, the two main fields in academic uh, life in Argentina in that period that were interested about Machiavelli, political law and historiography or history. And uh, in those chapters, I, I, I try to make a comparative uh, a study, a comparative approach because, uh, about how was Machiavelli read uh, uh, in these two ideological fields, liberal and anti-liberal political thinkers. And the main conclusion uh, about the book is uh, that in 19th century, the critics uh, of Machiavelli uh, the, the most important critics uh, of Machiavelli uh, came from liberalism, were liberals. Uh, they uh, disdain Machiavelli because they consider him uh, an author of an oppressive forms of government. Uh, and this is the difference where I uh, have found for the first half of the 20th century, when Machiavelli, uh, for liberals and anti-liberals as well, was synonym of liberalism and freedom. And this is because uh, the main field of reflection of Machiavelli was not only uh, his considerations about uh, the prince or the republic, but his conception of politics. 
And in that field, uh, the, the, the split, the separation that Machiavelli made between Christian morality and uh, politics was the, the main issue of interest for liberal and anti-liberal thinkers as well. And for that division between uh, Christian morality and politics, the conclusion was that Machiavelli was the author that made possible the emergence of liberalism, of liberal thinking uh, in the Western world since the 16th century. Thank so you. it's a contrast between what, how was read Machiavelli in 19th century and uh, how Machiavelli was read in the first half of the 20th century. Uh, thank you. And you already hinted at that before, but I, could you go into detail who exactly was reading Machiavelli in Argentina during that time and how mm -hmm. were his works circulated um, specifically? Mm -hmm. How did the circulation differ between the public sphere and then the academic sphere of universities mm -hmm. that you also just mentioned? Yes. Uh, oh, yes, the, the, that uh, in, uh, I mean, uh, in this regard, there is a huge difference between 19th century and 20th century. I mean, in 19th century, uh, the readings about Machiavelli uh, had as proposed political debates. Uh, Machiavelli was a, a name uh, mentioned to critic, uh, criticize political figures, uh, to demonize uh, arbitrary uh, uh, governors. And so on. Uh, so you can say properly in the 19th century that all the authors, when, I, when they are talking about Machiavelli, when they are mentioned Machiavelli, actually have read him. Uh, we can uh, we have some. We we can say that maybe uh, they know his work. Maybe they uh, read another authors that talk about Machiavelli in their works, but we, uh, we can be sure that in 19th century, and at least in Argentina, Machiavelli was actually read for all uh, the authors that mentioned him in his writings and in his works. And the, uh, and the area, the, the, the field in which Machiavelli is mentioned is above all politics and polit political controversy. That change, uh, in the uh, first half of the 20th century. And this change uh, is related with uh, institutional and economic changes that Argentina uh, went through this uh, period of time. Uh, I mean, uh, the specialization uh, and professionalization of uh, academic uh, life and university, obviously economic growth that uh, improved the publishing industry and this, this kind of things. But uh, the, so the, the difference we, we, I, I, I have found for the first half of the 20th century is that Machiavelli is a topic and an author that is interesting for uh, academic researchers, for professors. So uh, the, the writings and the works uh, we have for the first half of the 20th century are more sophisticated, no? are more um, intellectual uh, in their approach to uh, Machiavelli. So if it's obviously he's still a, a matter of political controversy, is uh, an author that uh, receive uh, intellectual and uh, academic uh, interest. And that is a major change in comparison with the 19th century. 
Okay. Um, and I would also like to go into detail about the liberalism and anti-liberalism um, distinction that you made. Um, with regard to the camps, liberalism and anti-liberalism, could you set okay. the scene for us? What is the historical context that we're talking about here in, in Argentina? What did the canon sound like in Argentina at the time and how did Machiavelli's works also influence it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. Well, um, uh, the history of liberalism in Argentina is a little bit peculiar, singular, because um, uh, one of the major historians from Argentina, uh, whose name was Tulia uh, Perindogi, uh, wrote in one of, her, of his books that Argentina was a country born liberal, no? in the sense that it was a new country with no traditions, with no um, reactionary uh, political currents, so that uh, all the tendencies in, pol in politics and uh, in, in the political thinking were at some point all liberals. I mean that all agree that uh, the country uh, needs to be organized as a modern nation, uh, taking the liberal principles as a fundamental basis. And that objective was, was accomplished uh, in, uh, at the, uh, in 1853 when the national constitution was sanctioned that established a republic uh, organizing liberal principles. I mean, division of power, federalism and so on. So uh, the main legacy of liberalism in Argentina in the 19th century was the state building process. It was a liberalism more interested in the uh, construction of power, of limited power, obviously of, of non-arbitrary forms of power, but more in power than in freedom. No? Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, the, 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 the great issue, the great task was to construct Argentina as a modern nation. So uh, all who, uh, all whom says in Argentina that they are liberals, they are referring to the national constitution of 1853. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is uh, a proper definition of how or, or what a liberal was in Argentina in the 19th century, a profound respect on the constitution of the national constitution. The anti-liberal field it's a negative definition. It's a, a definition by, by, by the, a, negative, uh, a, a negative consideration because it was heterogeneous uh, in, in its composition. When we talk about anti-liberalism in Argentina, we don't have a unique uh, tradition and, uh, or even a predominant tradition over, over others. We have Catholic political thinking. We have uh, authors that were, uh, I mean, uh, uh, amazed with fascism and Nazi fascism in the interwar period. And we have uh, also uh, political thinkers and publicists that were uh, talking about a non-liberal form of republic, a republic as an antidote to uh, liberal democracy. So anti-liberalism is uh, composed for I, at least by these three major families, Catholic, Catholics, uh, sympathizers of fascism, and uh, those who propose a non-democratic and non-liberal form of republic for, for Argentina since the first decades of the 20th century. 
And republicanism is also the first thing that springs to my mind when I think about Machiavelli, of course. Um, mm -hmm. So you already talked about how the liberal and anti-liberal camps received Machiavelli in general. Could you go mm -hmm. into more detail about what they thought about his specifically Republican ideas or yes, his Republicanism, um, mm -hmm. yeah, his Republicanism? Yes, of course. Uh, you know, that's, um, Liberals and anti-liberals have the same opinion about Machiavelli's republicanism. And uh, that was that Machiavelli proposed a liberal form of republic. So this is interesting to highlight, you know, because uh, we are familiar with, uh, with that the republican reception of Machiavelli's works was usual in the uh, English-speaking Atlantic world, like, like Pocock or Skinner has proposed in, in their works. But we can find that kind of uh, reception or reading of Machiavelli in Argentina and in another countries uh, of the Spanish-speaking Atlantic world. And uh, that conception of, of republicanism in Machiavelli was um, common to liberal and anti-liberal authors. For that reason, the liberals praise Machiavelli because they propose uh, a liberal form of republic and the anti-liberals deny uh, disdain him because Machiavelli was not an author uh, uh, to go for uh, an antidote to the liberal democracy or to the liberal form of republic. Like uh, he's not, he was not proposed. Uh, he didn't propose. Um, sorry, he didn't propose a corporate uh, a form of republic. So uh, the liberal republicanism Machiavelli was recognized uh, by liberal and anti-liberals uh, at the same time, and for that reason, the church about republicanism Machiavelli was uh, different between them. Mm -hmm. And now last year, when you worked at uh, the Harvard University Center for Italian Renaissance Studies in Florence, man, that's long, um, your <laughs> research project was entitled Receptions and Uses of Machiavelli in Spanish America between Liberalism and Anti-Liberalism, 1810 mm -hmm. to 1940. So it seems like you've kind of broadening um, your scope from Argentina to Spanish America. Um, how did your findings differ from what you had found out about Machiavelli in Argentina specifically, and, and what was similar? Okay, well, uh, yes, uh, first of all, yes, my, my, my project there in uh, Atitati uh, was like a, 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 an attempt to broaden the, the, the research I have made for Argentina, taking into account another countries of Hispanic American, but Spain as well because uh, there is a consensus in historiography of political thinking in the Hispanic American world that says that Machiavelli, because of the weight of Catholic thinking, was not an important author, or at least an author that was, uh, who, whose readings were very prejudiced. I mean, Machiavelli was the, 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 the evil in himself, you know. So um, the, the historiography uh, tends to affirm that Machiavelli was not an important author in the history of the uh, political thinking in, in the Spanish Atlantic uh, War. 
So, uh, seeing what I have found for Argentina, my interest was to check, to, to, to prove if it, that assertion uh, is, uh, uh, is true, uh, is right for, for to, to make, uh, I mean, an image of, uh, or a general perspective about what's, how Machiavelli was reading uh, Spanish speaking Atlantic work. And the findings uh, since that moment uh, precisely tells me to say another thing that Machiavelli was a really important author in the Spanish speaking Atlantic world. And the Catholic tradition was not an obstacle to the reception of Machiavelli uh, at the point that uh, the many of the authors that wrote about Machiavelli and were interested in Machiavelli were Catholics. Uh, because, the, because the point that Machiavelli uh, being the author that divided uh, Christian morality from politics was uh, the major or the main danger to restore a Catholic uh, tradition in the in politics and 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 political thinking in Spanish America. So uh, I uh, I am pretty sure uh, to affirm that because of Catholic tradition, Machiavelli was an important author in the Spanish-speaking Atlantic world, and the Catholic interpretation about Machiavelli was not only the usual one of the more, or the more common one, that is that Machiavelli is a synonym of arbitrariness. Uh, on the contrary, I have found that many uh, Catholic authors define Machiavelli as liberal. And for that reason, they repudiated Machiavelli because he was the uh, responsible for the emergence of liberalism. So uh, that is, uh, is one of my main findings in this research that is go against the, this common place of the historiography of political thinking in Spanish-speaking Atlantic world. And uh, regarding the, the, the other uh, thing you, you asked me, uh, there is some differences between the, the receptions in Argentina and in other countries uh, in the Spanish-speaking Atlantic world, above all Spain. Uh, and I have to say in this respect that in Argentina, maybe for the political history of Argentina to be, I mean, uh, the thing I said before about is a country born liberal with a republic form of government, etc. Machiavelli was uh, read uh, above, above all as an author of republicanism. Uh, on the contrary, in Spain, for example, Machiavelli was read as an author that was very important to think about the state. The, the, the historical birth of the modern state, the sovereignty, uh, and the construction of power as a, uh, as a, uh, as a, as a resource to uh, avoid conflict and unify a nation. So that, uh, there's a difference between this kind of readings between Spain and Argentina, for example. No? The, the republicanism in Argentina, the state uh, in Spain. Mm. Thank you. Um, I'm interested in, in the more technical side of your project as well. So uh -huh. I imagine you had the, the research results from, from your book research, and then um, you attempted to broaden these. How did you approach that project? Um, which research question did you set yourself? How, which countries did you choose um, besides Spain and, and 
how how was your work structured? Well, uh, for uh, uh, for the, the the making of my uh, of my project, my previous uh, work on the Argentine case was very important because uh, that gave me clues uh, to uh, broaden in the project for other countries and geographies in the Spanish speaking and the world. And one of them, the most important, I think was to uh, look for professors in political law because political law was the academic field in which Machiavelli was introduced in the universities of Hispanic America, of Spanish, uh, sorry, of Hispanic America and Spain as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, my resources was were mainly uh, writings and books made by uh, professors in political law from Spain, Mexico, uh, Chile, Argentina, Colombia, and so on. Uh, and that was a clue that my uh, work on, Argent on the Argentine case uh, gave me and encouraged me to broaden the, 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 the scope uh, in this new project. So uh, my resources are fundamentally uh, coming from uh, my, source, my sources coming from this uh, kind of register, no? uh, academics uh, and professors of political law. And I noticed that between the projects, there you added an extra twenty years to your um, to the time frame you're researching. Mm -hmm. So um, in in your book, it's eighteen. It's starting in eighteen thirty. And then in um, your more recent project, it's starting in 1810. Could mm -hmm. you explain why generally you chose these specific years and why the extra 10 years in, in the yes. broader project? Of course, uh, a clever question. Thank you for asking that. Uh, the, the main reason for the, uh, the starting point in the 1830s for the Argentine case in my, in my book uh, uh, has to do well, uh, with that in 1837 in Argentina appeared the, what we call in Argentina the first proper intellectual generation. The, 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 the main group, the, the, the first group of intellectuals that we, uh, of figures that we can define properly as intellectuals, the so-called generation of 1837 mm -hmm. and in which uh, were major uh, important figures of the public life and political thinking in Argentina of the 19th, uh, of the 19th century. For example, Juan Bautista Alberti, who, uh, who was the intellectual father of the constitution of 1853, and Domingo Faustino Sarmiento, that was one of the major intellectuals of uh, my country in, in, in that same uh, century. So that was the reason. No? If you uh, have to start uh, a research about political thinking in Argentina, the 1830s is uh, an appropriate uh, moment of time because uh, the, the appearance of, of this book. Uh, and in the new project, to go through uh, the past until 1810 has to do with uh, the inquiry about if in the moment of the revolutions of independence in South America, uh, because in 1810 uh, is the moment when the, all the, the all Spanish America uh, broke uh, his colonial change there with uh, Spain. If in that moment it were some interest uh, in Machiavelli, as 
we know uh, was in North America in the moment of independence. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the, the, the main reason to, fi to find out if in the moment of independence, Machiavelli was an important author in the political debates and in the political team. And it was not the case. 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 The influences in that moment were others. First of all, the Federalists from North, from the United States, or obviously the liberalism from England or France, but not Machiavelli. Okay, that would have been my next question. So it seems mm -hmm. like you um, examine two major changes: one from from the crisis of the, well, not the crisis, but the rupture of colonialism to mm -hmm. then nation state building and then from nation state building to um, the 1920s to 1940s when liberalism was in crisis. Um, mm -hmm. So I wanted to go into detail in, of how Machiavelli's reception changed in these uh, three different periods. Okay, well, in the first moment, uh, uh, between 1830s and 1880s, Machiavelli was, uh, like I said before, a synonym of tyranny. Machiavelli was the, 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 the political evil, no? the devil, mm -hmm. even, uh, so to speak. Uh, and that was uh, an assumption of Machiavelli and a statement about Machiavelli made, for, uh, from, uh, made by intellectual authors like Albert Sarmiento, the, the main figures of the generation of 1837. In the second moment, in the moment of the state building process, uh, is uh, meaningful that Machiavelli is, uh, was read as an author that was an important figure in the reflection of the building of the modern state, at least uh, he, as a father of the modern concept of what an state was, mm -hmm. uh, as a unified power uh, that controlled uh, some territory and, uh, and so on. And in the third moment between the 1910s and 1940s, in the moment of the crisis of liberalism, uh, uh, not only in Argentina, but in the Western world as a whole, the, uh, the, 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 the reading about Machiavelli changed to that, uh, to that one I said before uh, as well, that Machiavelli is read in that moment as an important figure of the emergence of liberalism because of the separation between politics and moral Christianity. And for that reason, is that there is a consensus between liberal and anti-liberal authors that they read the same in Machiavelli, that like he was uh, an avoidable uh, figure to understand how the liberalism was possible uh, in the Western world. And for that reason, like I said before as well, Machiavelli is praised by liberal authors and disdained by anti-liberal authors. So that is the, the, the change in the historical sequence, no? as a synonym of arbitrariness, like a synonym of the state building process, and as a, as a synonym of uh, the possibilities of liberalism in the uh, Western world. That's a fantastically concise uh, summary of what we talked about before, so thank you. Allow me one last question in this episode. Which new research questions developed for you during the research for your book and, and for your latest project? What are you currently working on and what would you like to be working on next? Okay, 
I don't know if, if I can answer that question now, but let me say this uh, at least, that one of uh, the most interesting uh, consequences of, of conclusions of, of my works about the reception of Machiavelli, not only in Argentina, but in the Spanish-speaking Atlantic world as a whole, is that uh, the, one of the difficulties that Machiavelli uh, caused to uh, his readers in, uh, in these geographies I have studied was that how difficult it is to reflect and to understand politics with politics are uh, well, politics don't have any moral or ethical horizon. You know? mm -hmm. the, 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 the great uh, problem to uh, accept Machiavelli is that Machiavelli uh, proposed an immanent conception of politics, a polit politics as a, a thing in itself, and that politics for that reason has their, uh, its own rules uh, and with moral and the ethics has nothing to do with politics. So uh, one of the, uh, of the main conclusions uh, I have found is that the political realism uh, as an approach to politics was one of the, uh, of the most common obstacles to understand properly Machiavelli's works in the Spanish Atlantic speaking world. And that is a, it's a thing to highlight because uh, we are talking about political thinkers with obstacles to understand how politics are mm -hmm. when they are separated from the ethics or moral. So it's an interesting and a curious finding that I uh, want to explore in further investigation from now on. That's amazing. Thank you for this glimpse into the future and thank you for enlightening us about the circulation and uses of Machiavelli in Spanish America during the 19th and 20th centuries. Um, I hope you have a great day and until next yeah. time. Thank you, Selma. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you.